Welcome back to another episode of our Prayer is Breathing podcast. My name is LaToya and I want to thank you for listening in. Also, I want to encourage you to share this podcast out with other people if you feel that it will be a blessing to their lives. All right, so today I'm going to talk to you about overcoming the lies of the enemy. And so as many of you know, we are in spiritual warfare as we always are, but things are heightened in this hour, in this season, and in this moment. And we have to really come into the knowledge of God and understand who we are so that we do not walk in the lies of the enemy. When we entertain certain things from the enemy, it causes us to be slack in our prayer lives. It causes us to have a disconnect between the love of God. And so we really have to have an understanding and a firm assurance of who God has called us to be in this earth, in this hour, in this moment, in this generation. So I want to talk to you first about one of the biggest lies of the enemy, which is our identity, our identity in Christ. And so because we have power, because we have authority, because we are called by the Lord, the enemy wants to fight our ability to receive the love of God, our ability to understand how much God has purposed us, how intentional he is about our lives. And so we have to make sure that we know who we are. And so the biggest lie of the enemy, like I said, is to cause us to not recognize our purpose and our destiny and who we are in God. So I want to look at Jeremiah. He is a wonderful example. And so we're going to start with chapter one. It says the words of Jeremiah, the son of Hilkiah of the priests who were in Ananoth in the land of Benjamin, to whom the word of the Lord came in the days of Josiah, the son of Ammon, king of Judah, in the 13th year of his reign. It came also in the days of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, unto the end of the 11th year of Zedekiah, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, until the carrying away of Jerusalem captive in the fifth month. Then the word of the Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Now, let's look at this because in the time of Jeremiah, there is so much going on. He is a young man and he's a prophet and God ordained him before he was even formed in his mother's womb. And so how much more does God form us? God knows us. He knows our weaknesses. He knows our strength. He still has a purpose. He still has a plan because he sees the end from the beginning. And so he had to bring this level of affirmation and assurance to Jeremiah because Jeremiah was going to go into war. He was going to go into declaring the word of the Lord, even to the point that people would try to take his life because he was prophesying a very strong word that the Lord gave him. Now, what I want to pull out from this passage is the fact that as we go forth and do what God is calling us to do, we have to first be grounded in who we are, grounded in who God is, and know that from the foundations of the earth, God knew us, God set us apart. And so this passage is so critical. This form of affirmation where the Lord speaks to Jeremiah is so 
profound for the rest of his ministry and for the rest of his life. He needs to have a firm foundation of who he is in God. And so do you. You need to understand that God loves you, that God's hand is upon your life, that God has a purpose and a plan for you, that you are not a mistake, that you are not so far away. God wants to pull you closer. He wants to pull you deeper. And there's certain affirmations and certain levels of assurance that you can only get from God because God is steady. We know that people can change, people can walk away, but God, he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so when you really know who you are in God, you will not be swayed by the enemy. And so we have to be intentional to not receive the lies of Satan. And the one of the ways to be intentional is to understand the voice of God. Understand when God has spoken something, his word is going to come to pass. And this really takes a lot of prayer to get from our heads to our hearts, to get this not just as a scripture off the page, but to allow the Holy Spirit to download in our hearts that before we were formed in our mother's womb, the Lord knew us, he formed us, he sanctified us and called us in this generation. And so when we have that, we're able to combat the lies of the devil. We're able to come against the things that he tries to throw in our mind and in our ear to tell us that we're not good enough, to tell us that we'll never make it, to tell us that um, we are not adequate enough, that we're too inadequate to fulfill the call of God. And we see this with Jeremiah because verse six goes into say, then said I, ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak for I am a youth. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am a youth, for you shall go to all whom I send you and whatever I command you, you shall speak. This is so powerful because we get to see some of Jeremiah's insecurities, his weakness. He's saying, I'm just a youth. And even for us, so many times we can have so many different excuses and reasons as to why we don't feel good enough, why we do not uh, feel that we can fulfill the call of God on our lives. But the Lord comes back and he almost rebukes Jeremiah and he tells Jeremiah, do not say I'm a youth. And so I believe that this is a season, this is an hour where God is coming for all of our excuses, all of our insecurities. And what we have to do is lay everything on the altar. Give your heart fully to Christ, whatever it may be. Understand that God is able to handle your weaknesses. He's able to handle your insecurities. And as you obey him, as you submit to him, as you walk by faith, he will perform his word over your life. And so in verse eight, the Lord tells Jeremiah, do not be afraid of their faces for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. All right. So even in this passage, what we can pull out that will overcome the lies of the enemy. If you're taking notes, I want you to understand number one, you have a purpose in this earth. Okay. Number one, that's how you overcome the lies of the enemy. Number two, God loves you enough that he knew you 
even before he formed you in your mother's womb. Now, I know that's a lot, but I want you to kind of take that down and paraphrase that. But understand that God's love for you started even before you were in your mother's womb. Okay, that is so important because even when the enemy tries to tell you that God is against you or that God is not for you, you have to be able to recognize those lies and combat it with the word of the Lord. Combat it with the word of God. Number three, you overcome the lies of the enemy by believing in faith what God has spoken. So it's not enough to just quote the word. You actually have to have faith that what you are saying, what you are speaking, you believe that. And so even Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, it says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. And so God's thoughts towards us are good. His thoughts towards us are to bring us to an expected end. And so when we have that understanding, we're able to overcome the lies of the enemy. Amos 3.3 is one of my favorite verses. It says, can any two walk together unless they are agreed? And so you, when you walk with the Lord, you have to agree with what the Lord is saying and has already said about you. And so at some point, Jeremiah had to come into agreement with what God had already spoken. At some point, Jeremiah had to decide to obey the Lord in spite of how he felt. And I want to challenge you in this season to do the same thing, to surrender your heart to the Lord, to really, truly get rid of the excuses and the things that cause you to want to back down because we're in an hour where the Lord has a work for each and every one of us to do. And in order to fulfill God's will, we cannot be in agreement with the lies of the enemy. And so fourth way is you have to cast down the lie. So the third point, we talked about having faith in the word. And so the fourth point is you have to pull down the lies of the enemy. And so when the devil brings anything, whether it's condemnation or just accusations, you have to cast those things down, meaning you cannot entertain them. You cannot say, oh yes, well, maybe I am a failure or I am this or I am that. That's a way of agreeing with um, something that goes against the word of God. And so we have to go with what God is saying and that alone. And that takes a lot of faith, but we're able to do that because the Lord has equipped us. He's given us everything that we need to overcome the enemy on every side. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right. I also wanted to share with you Matthew 4, chapter 1. Of course, this is the passage where Jesus was in the wilderness and the enemy came to tempt him. And so we see this in Matthew 4, verse one, and I'm going to just read some of this quickly. It says, then Jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights afterward, he was hungry. Now, when the tempter came to him, he said, if you are the son of God, command that these stones become bread. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. This whole passage is so important 
on canceling out the lies of the enemy when it comes to spiritual warfare. And I wholeheartedly believe that spiritual warfare also can affect our emotions. If we're not careful, we will allow our emotions to lead us and to rule us. And the enemy would love to pull on emotional strings. And that's why the Bible tells us to walk by faith and not by sight. And so we should not be walking according to our feelings. And in this passage, I wholeheartedly believe that Jesus knew that he didn't have anything to prove to the devil. He already knew he was the son of God. And so, so many times the enemy says, if you are the son of God, and Jesus was humble enough that he didn't just turn the stones into bread just to prove anything. And so we realize in, in God, we don't have anything to prove. Our victory is already won. Our identity has already been stated before we were even formed in our mother's womb. And we already have power over the devil, over the enemy. And so this is important to you because when you pray, you have to pray on purpose. You have to pray from a place where you're not praying from a place of defeat. You're not praying from condemnation. You're praying in power and authority because you know who you are in God. You are lifting your voice like a trumpet and you are declaring the word of the Lord against the enemy. And you're pleading the blood of Jesus over your mind, over your heart, over your emotions, over your family. And you understand the fact that you already won because Christ died on the cross for us and we already have power to overcome the enemy. So I just want you to be encouraged. I want you to know that God loves you and really pray for God to give you that understanding. Only the Holy Spirit can truly condition our hearts and give us eyes to see that the Lord is for us, that the Lord is on our side as we walk after him. And as we are in agreement with him, he will lead us. He will guide us by his spirit. I want to say a word of prayer as we begin to close out this episode. Father, I thank you for each and every person listening. I pray God specifically for those that have been battling the lies of the enemy, God, mentally and emotionally, where it's become draining. Lord, I pray and I plead the blood of Jesus and I bind the hands of the enemy. And God, I declare supernatural victory and power that you will be the lifter of their head. God, I thank you right now that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. I thank you right now, God, that you have not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and of a sound mind. And God, I cancel out every demonic assignment that would try to come against your sons and your daughters. And I declare total victory by the power of God, because you have given us life to speak in our tongue. God, you said we can speak life and we can command things. And so father, I pray and I command every mountain that would try to come up against your children to go to a dry place. And I declare by faith, total freedom, total power, because you have given us power, love, and soundness of mind. And so whoever today needs soundness of mind, God, I declare and I speak soundness by the power of God, by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I command chains to break off of people's minds right now. I pray against every spirit of torment. I pray against every spirit of condemnation. I pray against every demonic attack that has come against whoever is listening to this episode. And I declare total victory Oh God, in the name of Jesus and father, I pray for a greater level of sharpness in the spirit so that we'll be able to understand that this is the lie of the enemy. Sometimes we can even be deceived to just think, oh, maybe I'm just harder on myself 
as a person, but in all reality, that is sometimes us entertaining the lies of the enemy. And so God, give us eyes to see, help us to understand that we are in a real war and we don't have time to agree with the enemy. We have to walk by faith and pursue everything that you are calling us to do in this hour. God, our prayer is that your kingdom will come. Your will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. We love you. We honor you. We adore you. We bless you in Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Walk in freedom, walk in deliverance, walk in peace, walk in purpose. Do not walk in condemnation. Um, Of course, always walk in repentance and holiness and righteousness and in prayer and stay prayed up. There's a battle and we have already won. God bless you. God keep you. Of course, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at prayer is breathing. You can also check out Awake Christian Clothing if you need any prayer apparel. Um, And then also be sure to check out Before the Promise. It's available on Amazon by myself, Latoya Bryant. It's a really, really powerful book about the Lord and waiting on God and trusting God when you cannot trace him and just understanding more of his heart. It's really just a great read. So I encourage you, if you need some strength and some faith, you can go ahead and check that out on Amazon as well. Until next time, God bless you, God keep you, and thanks again for tuning in.